Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. We are picking up with day two of our devotion, the Bible app, titled Habit Reboot, and Tori's trying to knock me off my rock or make me <laughs> laugh, but there's a link to that in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Psalms chapter 1, verse 2, and it says this. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. The devotional is titled, Core Habit Number One, Engage the Bible. And it says, Reading or listening to absorb the Bible is crucial for spiritual growth. Donald Whitney, a leading teacher on spiritual disciplines, writes, No spiritual discipline is more important than the intake of God's word. Nothing can substitute for it. There's simply no healthy Christian life apart from a diet of the milk and meat of Scripture. The late philanthropist and pastor George Mueller said something similar. The vigor of our spiritual life will be in exact proportion to the place held by the Bible in our life and thoughts. This habit may seem scary at first. Shrink the challenge and make it small enough that you're confident you can succeed. Getting started isn't as hard as you might think. I'll give you some tips tomorrow, but here are some guidelines to build the habit of engaging the Bible. First, choose a format. If you're an auditory listener, consider listening to the Bible. If you'd prefer to read, that's great too. We'll dig into some options tomorrow, but think about how you enjoy learning for now. Two, choose a goal. And again, be realistic. Listening to the Bible in a year takes around 75 hours, which works out to less than 15 minutes a day. Reading the Bible over two years takes only seven to eight minutes a day. This option is great for people who've never read the Bible before. Another great option is to select one book of the Bible to read and reread for a while, one to three months or more, allowing the book to soak deep into your heart. Three, practice. David Mathis says it well. At the end of the day, there is simply no replacement for finding a regular time and place, blocking out distractions, putting your nose in the text, and letting your mind and heart be led and captured and thrilled by God himself communicating to us in his objective written words. Four, don't give up. Many people quit if they miss a day or two. You can avoid this mistake by using the clean slate policy. No guilt, no shame. Just start where you are, do what you can, and carry on. Yeah, um, I love that last one specifically because it can be so easy for us to get down or feel like we're way behind. Because I've done the whole thing where I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the Bible in a year plan, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And then after about 20 days, Mm -hmm. I'm five days behind. And I'm like, I still have 340 days to go or whatever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend a whole Saturday catching up. And it becomes this thing where... It's no longer about connecting with God. Now mm-hmm. it's about accomplishing a task. Right. So then I'm starting to listen on fast forward yeah. or I'm like, I'm not really paying attention and yeah. stuff. And so we have to remember the heart of this right. is to connect with God. Mm-hmm. It's not just to complete a task. And it's almost yeah. like Tori and I have been talking about Sabbath more and more and more. And we have to make sure that we're not Sabbathing just to like check it off our, our list because 
the Sabbath is to give you rest from the list, right? right. To, yeah. And so we have to make sure we're not doing this for ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. But that helps me find freedom to know that like, hey, if you miss a day, pick it up the next day. There's no guilt. There's no yeah. shame because those that guilt and shame can keep you from starting the next day. Yeah. And honestly, I just feel the need to mention this, but the enemy does not want you in God's word. No. Like, can we just say that? The enemy yeah. does not want you in God's word. So you will experience resistance. Totally. You will experience off mornings. You will experience mm-hmm. extra traffic, whatever. Yeah. And so you need to be prepared for some of those things where it's not always going to be this perfect picture morning routine where you yeah. have your nice warm coffee mm-hmm. and you have soft acoustic uh, <laughs> Christian music. music on, you know, mm-hmm. and like you're just sitting there and, and a dove ascends on your shoulder. <laughs> like that's not always going to happen. Some of it's yeah. going to look a little bit more rough, especially yeah. for those who are a little bit more busy at the time, maybe with yeah. kids or different lifestyles and stuff. And so I just really enjoyed that. This just put things in perspective Yeah, that even though we have those distractions or we have all these different opportunities mm-hmm. like devotionals like this, yeah. nothing is a substitute for getting in God's word. Yeah. And speaking of, it's like so many of you guys have reached out to us and said, oh no, I'm a couple days behind. And then you kind of get off track of listening to the devotionals because you feel like you're behind. And so I feel like this even applies like learning this principle as you listen to this podcast, it's the same that goes for getting in God's word and listening to scripture mm-hmm. or reading scripture come back any day. I love the clean slate theory, um, but it is so, so true that the enemy doesn't want it. And why doesn't the enemy want it? Because he doesn't want you to connect with God. He doesn't want you to get to know God's heart. The more that truth is written on your your heart, the more defense you have against him. And the more like tools you have in your tool belt to fight and wage war against him. And so making sure that we're looking at these like daily practices and daily habits is something that is not only filling our spirit, but it's truly equipping us for the spiritual battle that we have to wage every single day um, is really important. And I don't know if you're competitive at all, but I'm kind of competitive and I feel like sometimes I have to look at it as if if I'm not in the word, if I'm not doing these things, the enemy won that day because he yeah. kept me away from the Lord. And for me, I'm like, no, no, the enemy is not getting his way. Like, even if life is getting crazy, we need to set yeah. aside this time. Yeah, absolutely. And as you're sharing all that, I made the decision where <laughs> I'm going to create a video and I'll post it on Patreon where I'm going to discuss the biggest things that keep us from reading the Bible. It's good. And I think one of the biggest intimidating things for me to get into God's word is I didn't fully understand what was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the genre? Is this a poem? Is this a literary truth? Is this mm-hmm. a prophetic message? Like what's yeah. happening here? Is yeah. this literal? And it's like, who is it talking to? At what time period? What was the culture like? And so I'm actually I, in the month of August, I'm saying it. I'm going to post a video <laughs> on Patreon discussing what are the biggest obstacles that that would keep you from understanding and make you feel intimidated from reading the Bible. And yep. hopefully this will help people feel encouraged that they actually know what's happening. I love it. Babe, you want to pray us on out? Absolutely. Lord, thank you for this time and the reminder that there is no substitute for you, God. We try to substitute you in every single way. We find our worth in relationships and success, God. We we avoid spending time with you and just try to find little distractions that will stimulate our our brains and our hearts, God, that that nothing can can ever compare to what you mean to us, but we're constantly trying to find ways to avoid you, God. And I pray that you'll you will not allow those like 
plots to to prevail when it comes to us not getting to experience you, God. Whether it's our own selfish desires or the works of the enemy or whatever it may be, God, I pray that you will not allow anything to interrupt us from experiencing you in your word, God. We want to live inside of it. We want to feel you. We want to be close to you, but there's so many things trying to pull us away. And Lord, we need your help. Would you please just show us mercy and help us to kick away those distractions and those things that would pull us away and help us feel invigorated and excited to spend time with you because we need your help for this process, Lord. And we're expectant of your help, Lord. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now is that perfect time to break out God's word and dig mm-hmm. into it. Yes. And y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Tschüss.